if your attractive character, your perfect customer is built right, like if you built it out, it's so simple because it is you. And so why are you going from like at home, I'm this woman, you know, I got two kids, I have full-time job, like I'm running around everywhere looking crazy, but then hold, hold on, before I go make content for the same women that's just like me, let me go get dressed up, let me go put all this makeup on, let me do my hair perfect, and then think you're going to relate to that person, you're not. Yeah, be someone you're not. So it's not like I put on a costume per se, to make the content. It's just like I was in what I normally wear as a mom of two around my house with the same crazy life that all my customers have. Why would I go dress up myself to make myself less relatable to who my customer is? Yeah. Welcome to Big Business Mistakes, hosted by Brandon and Kaylin Poulin. Hear the most successful entrepreneurs tell jaw-dropping stories and lessons behind their biggest business mistakes so that you don't make them. Ditch the fake highlight reel and get the raw truths and golden lessons of what it actually takes to scale your business from those who have done it. This is Big Business Mistakes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Big Business Mistakes show. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. That's you, usually me, not you. You like that? You like that? Uh, with, you, like that? Uh, you like that? With uh, Kaylin and... Brandon Poulin. Brandon Poulin, yeah. Today, I'm going to talk to you guys about how to create contagious content. It's like so cringy when we do that intro every time. Yeah. But I feel like that's what's funny about it now. Is it? Yeah. Every time we do it, I'm like, it sounds so bad. <laughs> so we're going to talk about how to create contagious content. All right. And when I talk about contagious content in this context, I'm really going to be talking about like video content or how you show up on a webinar or how you show up at a live event to where people like can't look away anymore. Like you're so relatable and um, the, the content itself is so easy to watch. We're catching it like COVID. Yeah. (laughs) That you basically (laughs) become a contagion, right? Where people are like excited every time they see a new piece of content from you or every time you go live or every time you speak at an event, like people want to be around it, right? Um, And so I was thinking about this. Not like COVID. No. Please stop saying that word. It just gets me upset. Okay. All right. So- Um, I truly believe the number one reason people's content, like video content doesn't convert, it has nothing to do with the offer itself. Um, It's that they aren't relatable enough to their audience. They aren't speaking directly enough to their audience or they don't bring confidence into their content. And all the time I see people making great content, putting stuff out there, like every day they're posting stuff. But when you watch it, you're just like, Something just doesn't seem, they don't seem sold on themselves. Like they're not convicted. Yeah, like they don't seem sold on themselves or their product. And here they are trying to sell it to other people. And it might be like, oh, I'm not confident on camera. Or, oh, Kaylin, it's easy for you because you're super extroverted. You're super high personality. Like it comes easy. And that's what I'm talking about. Like being confident on camera, being confident in your content has nothing to do with like how extroverted or introverted you are. It's how much do you believe in what you're doing and how much do you believe that you're actually helping your customer? Like that's what needs to come across in your content. And so I'm going to show you a bunch of ways um, today, basically how I go through this process and how I think about it of how to actually show up in your content to where people want to watch it. They enjoy watch it. It's entertaining to them. It's valuetainment, right? 
where they get something from it, but also they're like, I can't look away. I love watching this type of content. So you can probably think of one or two people or several right now of content that you watch that you're like, every time there's a video, you watch it. Every time it pops up on your feed, you're, you're checking in and seeing what they're talking about because you enjoy watching them. So how do you be that person that other people enjoy watching? Well, I think that you really bring conviction and confidence, especially when you speak. Yeah. Like every time I've seen you on stage, it's like, it's like an intensity of conviction that you have. And I love it. It's like it, people are, are, it's contagious. Yeah. Like they're attracted to it. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it's, it's magnetic in a way. Cause you're just so certain mm-hmm. and it comes in your pronunciation, mm-hmm. pronunciation, your tonality, your tonality. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just speaking with confidence, you right? Just, yeah, Where you, does that come from? You just command attention. Like, where does that come from? It's, I don't know. All of this that I'm getting ready to share, I guess. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. Because I'm just like, people, they want to buy into what you're saying, right? Like, people might like you and they want to buy into what you're saying. So, it's like, you have to be overly confident in what you're saying so you can give people that borrowed confidence that they could do it too. And I'm going to go through that. But it's, it's basically like when you become contagious, like when you make this type of content, this type of video content, when you show up this way, this is where viewers become customers and like long-term like viewers, right? Like fan base, like raving fans, like followers of you, like not following in terms of like a number on social media, but like real followers of like, I love watching this type of content, right? Yeah, raving fans. Right, raving, raving fans. And so when it comes to filming content, doing the webinars, being on stage, these types of things is like, how do you become contagious for your audience for like, who they want. How do you become a thought leader for them in a place where they're like, I want that. I want to be like that. Right. Because it's like most people, they struggle with confidence in themselves. That's the number one reason people don't buy. It's not like your offer isn't good enough or the price. Like those are going to be their excuses. But really the thing is like, you haven't given them enough borrowed confidence. You haven't made them believe enough that they can do it, that they're actually going to buy from you. So true. So how do you move them to that place of confidence? Well, it's you being overly confident. It's you commanding attention. It's you demanding their attention and you creating a presence that they're like, wow, if I just get into Kaylin's presence, I can feel like I can do this. That's the aura that you want to create around you. So I'm going to teach you how to do that today. Sound good? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I need to hear this. Okay. So the the first thing Command here is, is how to be. How to be, and this is like your presence. So anytime you're on video, on a stage, on a webinar, anytime that you are, um, that you are, it's not like written copy, right? That you're actually like showing up to sell or showing up to do content. This is how to be. So when I talk about energy is like the first piece of this, right? Energy. And people can will always say about me, like, you're very high energy. You're very energetic. Like For sure. energy does not mean being loud. It does not mean like that in that term of like, you're very energetic. Like you're very loud. You're very, you know, all over the place and crazy and you talk fast, right? Like that's not energy. Energy is, is confidence in what you're telling them. I don't have to be loud. I don't have to be like overbearing and like crazy, you know, going all out on video. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I know my stuff and I believe in it and I believe that you can do it. Like that is energy. That's the energy that you want to push onto them is like, I know what I'm talking about. This is the path. This is the way to do it. I know that you can do it. That's energy. That's one that transfers onto people, right? You have to transfer your energy onto them of being like, yes, it is so. 
it's so because I'm saying it's so and making them believe the same thing, right? So you don't have to be the loud extroverted person, right? That's not energy. Like energy is like, I'm so sure that what I'm saying is true. This is the energy I'm bringing through this content is like, I know that you can do this. This is what you need to do. I know because I've done it. That's what you want to transfer. And then that moves into borrowed confidence, giving them borrowed confidence. And what I mean by that is like when you're confident in you and you're confident in your product or your service or whatever they're buying from you or the thought that you're telling them or the epiphany that you had, like when you are confident in you, you can help them be confident in themselves. And so you have to give them this, if I can do it, you can do it mentality. It has to transfer over. So for example, in a, in a, in a video, I might tell my story, um, you know, about how I lost 65 pounds, but I'm like, but ladies, listen, like I was struggling with a food addiction. I was sitting on the couch eating a tub of cookie dough every night. I was eating fast food three times a day. I was drinking 10 Cokes a day, right? I was doing all of this. If I can do it, you can do it, right? Like you, you, you're probably not as far gone as I was. You know, I couldn't get up out of bed in the morning or maybe you are and maybe we're the same person, but I walked in your shoes. Like I get it. I understand the struggles. I understand what's happening. I understand the thoughts that are going on in your head. I had all those same thoughts myself. And so if if I can do this, though, you can do it. And so giving that broad confidence where when people get closer to you, they feel like I have a one up. Like when I watch Kaylin's content, when I watch these videos, I feel like I can do it. They have like a rise in motivation and inspiration because I'm not just like, hey, here's how great I am or here's how easy this is. No, I'm I'm going layers and layers deeper to the root of being like, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're feeling. I know what you're saying to yourself. And I said all those same things. But here's what I say to myself now. Here's what I do now. Here's the action that I take now. And if I can do this, you can too. And it starts with one step at a time. And so then people were like, okay, I can do that first step. I can do one step at a time. I can drink a shake for breakfast. Like I can do that. Well, especially if you're selling improvement. Yeah. Business, relationships, health, wealth. Like it's all difficult to do. Yeah. And you impart your belief on them. Mm-hmm. And even though it's like one to many, it fe- it just, they just feel, yeah, I love that. Like, like truly coming from a place of, I believe these people can do it. Mm-hmm. Not that they're like, I think, I think you, you hear some people talk and you're like, they just sound smart and they think they're smart and they think everyone else is dumb and stupid and can't do it like them. Yeah. Like it, it it's, it's really hard to like quantify it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely an energy that people have or they carry where it's like, I'm speaking to you like I believe in you versus Right. I'm the guru. Well, most people don't want their customers. That's really interesting. Most people don't want their customer to to outdo them either. Like I tell them all the time, I want you to have a bigger transformation. Like I want you to go and do bigger things. Like like some of you are going to go and accomplish bigger and better things, lose more weight, do more stuff, like like get rid of struggles that I still have today that I also deal with. Like it, but most people they look at their customers like, oh, I want them to do good, but I don't want them to be better than me. I want them to use my product and service, but I want, don't want their business to be more successful than mine because if that's true, then like now they're going to go off and start their own thing that's going to be better than my thing, right? Like I don't want their testimony to be better than mine. Yeah, that's just right? ego. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's just ego. So you have to you you have to let them see you as the after their after picture. 
So I'm always talking like I'm still the before picture to them. I'm always talking from the before picture of me at 185 pounds and struggling with all this stuff that I'm speaking from that place so they know that we can relate on that level. I'm not speaking from the person who set a world record for the fastest, you know, bodybuilding pro card in the world. I'm not speaking from that place, right? Like they can't see that as their after picture. They don't, that's not relatable to them. So I'm speaking from my before picture of like, here's everything I struggle with. And so it's relatable, but then now allowing them to see me as the after picture of saying, if I was here and could get to this place, then you can too. And so making sure that you're getting off your pedestal and getting back to like, what's, what's your before picture in business or in life coaching or in, you know, your health, whatever it is, and, and speak from that to your customers and it'll help you help them be able to relate to you and have confidence that they can do it as well. And so they're sitting there asking themselves all the time, your customer, every time, every time they hear from you, when you tell them like you can do this, they're going to be asking themselves, can I do this? And if you're not mm. confident enough in like what, how you're speaking to them that you make them believe that they can do it, that's the thing that's holding them back from buying from you. And if your product is great, they will get the result. But if you don't have the confidence that you're going to get them the result and that they can do this, then their answer to that question is going to be no. So how do you bring all of that confidence into a video format or a stage format or a webinar that's like, you can't, you can't tell me that you can't do it. Like, I firmly believe that when I'm on a webinar and there's people in the thing that are like, I can't do it because this and this, like, I literally call those out and I'm like, that's a lie. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. And I just have that much confidence in the product and the program that it's like, you can't argue with me about if you can do it or not, no matter what your circumstances. And that's the approach you have to take to your customers because when you become so confident that you're going to get them where they want to go, then it's like, they're like, okay, I was just looking for someone that was going to lead me and like freaking no matter what, tell me that I can do it. If you're more certain they can, then they are not certain about it. Like if you're more certain that they can, mm -hmm. more than they're certain that they can't, yeah, then they're going to buy. Yeah, absolutely. And so the second thing here when we actually like start to dive in is like how I speak. And this would be like tonality. You were just mentioning this, but I always have a tone of confidence. Like I'm commanding attention because like I know what I have to say is important. And I needed someone to do that to me when I was 180 pounds. I didn't have, there wasn't that person. There wasn't that content out there, right? So I need to have a tone of confidence where I'm commanding their attention because I know how important it is. And it's like, how do you stand out in the industry? It's like, you don't have to be loud and be demanding and be all those things. But it's like, you need to speak to them in a way where you're so confident in what you're saying that they're just like, I have to do this. I have to do it. No one else is talking to me this way. And so what this means is you need to start saying things with an exclamation point instead of a question mark. Like a lot of times when people are mm. filming content, they're like, yeah, like, you know, I think, I think that you could, you know, do this and it'll work. And like, maybe you could try this or, you know, I feel like this would really work. And it's like, no, like I say, like, this is what you need to do. You need to start drinking a shake up for breakfast. You need to move your body and you need to start writing your affirmations to yourself so you can start speaking better to yourself. Like, what are your exclamation points that you need to start saying and take away the question marks, take away the, maybe this, take away the, like, I feel like you could do this, or maybe this is a good idea. Or sometimes this or sometimes that like you have to take out all the question marks and put exclamation points of so like good. people just want to be told here's the path and here's what you need to do 
right? But if you're not in confidence around that and you're not you're not portraying that to them in your tonality and what you say, then it's just like, well, she she has a good point, but like I'm not sure because people people can tell when you are like second guessing what you're saying or you're unsure. Yeah. And if you're unsure about your product or program, like make it better. So you're a hundred percent confident in it. If you feel like there's holes in your product where like you can't be a hundred percent confident in it, then like fix those things. Also, I'd say another thing that helped me like have this type of confidence is every great testimony that would come in. Like my team made a folder for me or they would literally chat me like awesome testimonies. Right. I didn't go through like the bad stuff or people's complaints or people's things like that. So I have a hundred percent confidence because that's what's being fed to me all the time. Like the results that we get people right every Monday on our meetings, we'd go through like top testimonies and share like wins that women were having. And so it's like the confidence just builds of like, yes, like the more women I can command attention from and tell them, here's the path, here's what you need to do and, and stand in certainty for it like the more transformations we're going to make happen like this. Yeah. And we did a a good job of that at every level Yeah, because not just, and certainly for you, right. When you were the only person producing content, but imprinting that belief through the stories and transformations Mm -hmm. to you, to the team as a whole on our meetings and especially to our sales team as well. It's like, there's nothing but a positive outcomes when you take the results and the transformations of your customers and you continue to push them on your team so that everyone remembers why they're here, Mm -hmm. what they're doing and that their job is greater than just a job, but is creating these results and life change for people, no matter what your company is, Mm -hmm. right? You could be selling vacuum cleaners. I don't know why I keep being on vacuum cleaners. (laughs) I'm like, I don't vacuum anything, but vacuum cleaners. It's like, because of this vacuum, the mom at home can handle the three kids and all their messes all day long and make that part easier. Like that makes a difference in her life. Like that, like if I had a vacuum cleaner company, I'd be trying to find those stories all day long. Mm -hmm. So people can feel like they're a part of something greater than just whatever product or service you offer and how it's really changing. And then pushing that into the team, the leadership, the meetings. Yeah. Like because if you don't, then all you hear about is like the fires that are so happening true. and the disputes all that are you happening, hear the about returns is and like yeah. the problems with renewals so and true. continuity and all that stuff. And then that's what's being fed into you. Then it's hard to have confidence in the product if yeah. you are not purposefully like getting fed. Like there's more transformations that are happening than bad things. Like there's more awesome reviews that are happening than bad things. Like have that fed to you, have someone on your team that sends those to you. So when I talk about saying things with the exclamation point and not a question mark, that just means like your pitch goes up at the end of every sentence instead of like an inflection down implies a question. So if I say like, um, you can drink a shake a day and lose weight. You can drink a shake a day and lose weight. That's totally different than saying like, you can drink a shake a day and lose weight. Totally different. Yeah. So like how like how you speak when you're on video and on stage and on webinars is very important. So try to end everything with the up inflection, like an inflection on the up at the end, because then it's like it's a confident statement. Boom. This is what it is. Not like leading everything off with like a dot, dot, dot or a question mark at the end. Yeah. So other things, body language, like be open, like be on camera literally one-on-one, like you're talking to one person, it's your best friend. Like not one customer on the other side of the camera. I always like to think about like, oh, it's just 
me and you having a conversation or like me and my best friend having a conversation on the other side of the camera. And I'm looking through the camera to one person, not many, just one. And my body language represents like exactly how you and I are having this conversation right now in my hands and my body. And I'm relaxed. I'm in a relaxed state. I'm not all tensed up. I'm not like perfect postured. I'm not like formal and trying to sit here. I'm like, not sure what to do with my hands. Like I literally pretend like it's one person, it's a friend and I talk and speak and act on camera just like I would if it, if I was sitting here with a friend having a conversation. Mm. So it's like very informal. It's very fun. It's like, and on the other side, like what they're experiencing is like them having a conversation with a friend. That's how it's coming off to them. It's not coming off. Like it's, it's stiff. And it's uncomfortable and it's like weird, right? Because I am intentionally pretending that I'm speaking to a friend. So the way that my content comes across to them is like they are speaking or like they are talking with a friend, right? That's just a conversation that we're having and yeah. we're joking and we're having Because on the, on the other side of the camera, it is just one person receiving. Right. So you shouldn't be talking like you're like. Talking to a group. Yeah. You shouldn't be like pretending like a bunch of people are watching you. Right. Like you're like on stage, even when I'm on stage, I just like pick out a couple people and I talk directly to them mm -hmm. because then you come across just a lot more comfortable. You're a lot more comfortable than when you're like pretending there's a bunch of people behind the camera and then it's like all weird. It's like, what if I was just talking to my friend and how would I talk and how would I sit? And how, like, I wouldn't care if I was itching my nose every two seconds or like picking my eyelash or whatever, because it's like it's just my friend. And that's what makes you relatable and it makes it comfortable for the other side to watch. Mm -hmm. And so when, it, true. when it comes to the view of the camera, you want to be like super personally close, right? People's natural response to the camera is that they want to like be like be away from the camera. They want the camera to be like over there. We want to like move away from it because it feels uncomfortable to have it so close to us where it's like, oh, you can see my pores. I'm like, what if I have a hair on my nose, right? <laughs> or like, what if my makeup is smudged or whatever? But if you want them to feel like you're sitting with a friend, then you have to put the the camera personally as close to you as possible to where it feels like we are sitting here like we are now having this conversation and not like when I'm looking at a video of someone, they feel like they're across the room because that's not how you sit with your friends. You don't, you, your friend doesn't come over to your house and you guys sit like one of you sits in the kitchen, the other one of you sits in the living room and you talk to each other. No, like you sit on the couch across yeah. from each other and talk to each other. So you have to have it uncomfortably close to you. Um, and, with as much of you in the shot as possible, like you filling as much of the frame as possible. So one of the great things I, I, I saw one of these ads before, um, and it was like for one of these companies that like drop ships food and it happened to be lobster. Okay. And they like drop ship it from Maine or whatever. And they had this ad that went viral and it was literally this chick that had the camera so close to her when she was like eating the lobster roll that you're almost like up in her grill. Like you were uncomfortably close, <laughs> but it like, it was, it was like almost funny because you just felt like you were eating the lobster roll with her. Like you guys were sharing it, you know, like you guys were like sharing a meal. That's how close she was to the camera. And so I'd always done this, but it's like, I'd never seen some, I'd never seen an, an ad do it before. So when I saw it, I was like, yes, like that's what you want your content to look like where it's so uncomfortably close that people feel like they are personally in the same room as you. you guys are at the same table, you're sharing the same meal. That's how you want it to fill with them, right? There's no, you should make it feel like there is nothing between you and them. There is not a phone between you and them. That's how you want it to feel. So if you're someone that like, I set my camera up over here and I stand behind my counter or sit behind my desk over here, like, no, you're doing it all wrong. 
You gotta You're be little... cl- close enough to be contagious. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. You want to be within the six, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Under six feet. <laughs> yeah. So that that talks about like the setup a little bit. Um. And then when it comes to the script, like what to say, right? Like what should you be saying on your content? I'm not talking about necessarily like a call to action or an ad. Um. I've done episodes on that before. Like go listen to those. But when you're talking about video content, right? Or you're talking about being on a webinar or you're talking about being on stage. Like you have to go through what is the language that your perfect customer speaks, right? What is the language they speak? How do they sound? What, what words do they use? Like what little, um, what little things that do they do? Right? Because mirroring is such a huge thing. Mirroring, you know, it's like, if you want to build rapport with someone and if you guys don't know what mirroring is, like if I was trying to build a rapport with Brandon and he's sitting here with his hands crossed, I would sit with my hands crossed across my stomach too. And I would put my feet just like him. And when Brandon goes and Brandon orders um, a green juice, I would order a green juice too, right? And when Brandon gets a salad, I would order that same salad. And it would be like unconsciously him realizing that, oh, we're the same. Like we're picking the same things. Like she likes the same things too. Or like you're at dinner and someone orders an old fashioned and you order an old fashioned too. And each time I'm just like mirroring everything he does right now, if you're watching on camera, it's pretty funny. Um, and when he finishes that first old fashioned, I finish mine. And then we both order a second one at the same time. So mirroring is so powerful in building rapport with people. And this could be done, but with language. I guess you slipped the old fashioned in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so what are they thinking? right? What is your perfect customer thinking? Do you know that? Do you know what they think about during the day? Like if you were watching the, this video of you, what would you be thinking? What would you be thinking? Are you asking me? Yeah. Like if you're watching this video of you right now on this podcast, like what would you be thinking if you're listening to this right now? Uh, just like how good looking you are. Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> and how I want to give you a baby. I already got one in there. Well, that's why. Oh, my gosh. So when I'm making content, I'm I'm always considering, like, what is my audience thinking what while would you I'm be doing think- things? What, what do you think they're thinking? Right now? Yeah. So what, what, what do I think they would be thinking? Uh, I would think they would be thinking, like, okay, do I do this? Um, oh no, like maybe I have to like refilm stuff. Maybe I need to like re-strategize anything or they would be thinking like, okay, I'm, I just like hate making content. Maybe I'm not the person to make content or like, I'm very uncomfortable on camera. How do I get better at being more comfortable on camera? Or like, this sounds really scary having to have a camera this close to my face. Like I understand the concept. And so, and so for me, it's like when I'm filming the content of whatever it is for like, you know, social media or whatever, I'm always wondering to myself, okay, what are they thinking? If I think they're thinking it, then I just say it. So if Uh, I, if I, I did this the other day on my podcast, because I I have a podcast that I'm doing right now called the Encourager podcast. But when I was, uh, I lost the eyelash like mid podcast, 
right in the middle of podcast, right? And so is a video podcast too. And so I, this eyelash falls off, and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm be looking scraggly for the rest of this podcast because I just had an eyelash fall off, and I can't just like I'm not gonna stop and glue it back on. Like y'all just gonna have to deal with me having one eyelash because I am the viewer, I am the customer. And so if I would be watching this and be like, oh, her eyelash just fell off, she's just gonna roll like it didn't happen. Like why not just say it out loud? Say it, and then they're like, oh, that's funny. Like, that's funny. That's relatable, yeah. right? That's relatable. And so I see. when you're filming content and something happens or you say something or you stutter over a word, make fun of yourself. Joke at yourself because they're going to catch that you slipped up a word. So why not just, like, call attention to it and bring some personality into it, right? To where they're like, oh, she's a real person. That's kind of funny. If I stumble over a word and then, like, make fun of myself and be like, blah, 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 blah. I can't talk today. People are like, okay, that's funny, right? Mm -hmm. And so as I, I'm, I'm, I'm creating content and looking at it through the lens of a viewer at the same exact time. All right. So when you're creating it, if you're watching this video of you, what would you be thinking? So, and then what are you skeptical about? Like, what are the things when you're creating con when you're creating this content and you're saying it, what were the things that you were skeptical about, about what you're teaching and like, and, and address it. I was skeptical about this too. This is what I, this is what I think now. Here's how I got over that. Or what are you feeling? Like, I know this is probably making you really anxious, me telling you to get close to a camera. Like I was really anxious too, even though I'm super extroverted. Like I don't like the camera. I feel like the trend of this is, and this is so good, is like putting yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Speaking to them where they're at, putting yourself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I don't know how to say it like a simpler way. And I've always like watched you do this and it's been like, wow, like, I don't know how she does this. It's so natural and, like, relatable. Mm -hmm. But there's so much intention behind what's in their head, what's in their mind, what are the thoughts they're having, what are they thinking, yeah. what's it like in their shoes, mm -hmm. and then communicating like you're right there in their shoes. Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, the key. It's, like, that that coming to coming to them in their space and communicating from there which is like such a power. It's such a like gift, you know, and maybe not a gift, but it's, you've crafted it over time yeah. to be able to do it really well. Well, and that's the thing. Most people's content sucks because they're trying to be perfect on the other end and like, oh, like I'm supposed to see the guru. So I need to be perfect. Like an eyelash can't fall off and I can't stumble my words. And oh, like the lighting has to be perfect. And oh, like my hair has to be perfect and everything because like people won't look up to me if I'm not wearing like, you know, the nice outfit and like have myself all put together. Like they couldn't imagine doing something without makeup on or like their hair in a messy bun or whatever. And it's like, that's not true. Like people are going to relate to you way more when you're relatable to them and look like their life, right? Then you trying to be a perfect example of like, here's like what, you, you know, how you could be and how you could look. And it's like, it just makes you sterile. Like it literally makes you like sterile Yeah. in your content. I had, I had an interview once I did an interview mm -hmm. uh, for a director position and the woman had like a necklace on mm -hmm. <laughs> and mid sentence, like we're in the middle of this interview and it's, it's like a, you know, it's a big deal. It was a job for her and, and her necklace just totally like, un, like came off and she just went like this. 
and like threw it. <laughs> and like grabbed it and just like threw it in like one motion and acted like it didn't happen. Yeah. And all I could think for the rest of the interview was how right? hilarious that this was. This is a perfect example because that's yeah. exactly what your viewers are thinking. Yeah. That's exactly what your viewers are thinking. So if you're feeling a certain type of way and you're the person. And she should have just been like, yeah. she'd be like, oh, well, that necklace wasn't good. Or yeah. just said something because it was kind of almost awkward for the rest of the time. And that's what like, that's exactly what viewers are thinking. And yeah. so whatever way that you're feeling, you should just address it. If you're like, hey guys, like I said this when we were filming a podcast, I was like, hey, like I'm experiencing a lot of morning sickness. Like I might throw up in the middle of this. I don't know. Like we'll see what happens. Yeah, you're doing but good. Here's how, this is how I'm feeling You guys should right have now. seen her breathing before this. She's like, <laughs> I'm ready, but I don't know if my stomach is ready. <laughs> yeah, so whatever you're feeling, you should just communicate it. It makes it so relatable. It makes it contagious because people are like, oh my gosh, she's real. And it's as simple as like not trying to be perfect and not trying to like hide the flaws and hide like, the fear or hide like the scary stuff, like you just have to say it, communicate it, and it'll make you so much more contagious. So what struggle are you stuck in? What um, is in the way of you taking action, right? What are your bumper stickers? Like what are the things that you say all the time when we're talking about language and what your cust your perfect customer's thinking? Like what are the bumper sticker statements that you say all the time, right? Like take action, get it done. Like, make it happen. That's a big one for me. Like, I make it happen. You guys make it happen, right? What are the things I'm speaking over them of who they are and what they're thinking? Like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do this. No, you make it happen. That's who you are. Like, that's why you're watching this. That's why you follow here. That's why you've stuck around because you actually make it happen, right? And so you need to speak those bumper sticker statements over them. And then uh, what's happening in the world that you could validate what they are thinking to align them with you? So, like, what's happening real time in the world to, like, for me right now, you know, it might be, um, you know, parents taking back control of like what what's happening in the their kids' school systems, right? And like maybe it's me speaking on something like that. Maybe it's me bringing that into a piece of content or me saying like I'm putting my daughter in a Christian school. Like what are the things that are happening in the real world that you can bring your audience closer to you, the ones that are your perfect customers that think like you do, that operate like you do, the ones that you can align with, like and be forever customers is when you align on other values in your life. So whatever they're thinking of what's going on in the world, how do you address that in a way that like only brings them closer, right? And then uh, what would repel the ones that aren't like you or your perfect customer? So I'd say things all the time like, uh, like it's God and guns. Like those are my top two things in that order, you know? And so it repelled all the people that aren't into God or guns or like, that's a, that's a deal breaker for them. Like mm -hmm. I say that up front because I'm going to say what I'm thinking, how I feel, because I don't want those people on the inside. So you have to use in the language of your scripting, you have to use things that will make you relatable. Number one, but it'll draw your perfect customer closer to you and filter out the ones that like, on the backside, if I let a customer come in and then one day they see that I have a gun tattooed on my forearm and then blow up inside of the community because I can't believe she's got a gun tattooed on her forearm, blah, 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 da, da, that's, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, those people don't exist in my community because everyone knew up front that it's God and guns, you know? Yeah. Like, you have to say those things in your language. And then when it comes to pace, all right, pace, 
This is just like I'm doing right now. This is building the speed as you move closer to a call to action. So as I'm going through content and as I'm talking, I'm like this, we're excited, we're having a good time. But as I'm getting closer to a call to action, I'm starting to speak faster. I'm starting to bring up the tempo. I'm starting to, like, it's a crescendo that's happening when I'm doing in a webinar, on stage, in a video, like my energy level rises, my tonality rises, everything goes up a pitch because now you can tell like we're moving to the apex basically, Mm. right? We're moving to the apex of like what I want them to do. And so the faster I talk, the more it draws them in because they're like, now I'm having to listen closer, having to understand what she's saying. Like, and then I just bring them up to this, to this point at the apex where now I'm going to give them the call to action. And at that point of the call to action through like a stack or what I'm selling them or sharing with them, um, it's basically like that crescendo that gets to the call to action. And then after you've revealed price and all of that, then you can like bring it back down and be like, okay, what, you know, I'm going to go through some, you might be thinking this or that. Right. Yep. And so you want to build the pace. You want to start at a pace, but then you want to make sure that you leave room to cast that speed up and talk faster and, th- and, this and build part, it up. This concept would apply more towards an ad or yeah. a sales presentation. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, when there's a call to action. Right. When there's a so call to good. action. And so the the last two things here are more um, like the set, right? Like the setup. So in content, I, the what to wear, right? Like you have a costume, okay? Like people don't understand this about like the ads that I made and content that I made, but uh, what to wear. This is like your costume, okay? How do you wear something that visually before anyone clicks on your video, your piece of content to watch, right? That they, you automatically relate to them. And it's two things here. It's what to wear and where to be, what to wear and where to be. And so wear what your audience does. Like, I don't like show up in fancy clothes on a, on weight loss content, right? On health content. I don't show up in fancy clothes on that. That's not what my perfect customer at home is wearing. She's wearing black leggings and a tattered t-shirt. And she got her hair in a messy bun. And maybe she has yesterday's makeup on or maybe no makeup at all. And that's what she's wearing. And so that's what I show up in my ads like. Because guess what? Like, that is me in real life, right? I got two kids, right? Like, you see me all the time. I get I put my makeup on for today. And I'm like, dang, sometimes I look homeless, you know? Like, I look homeless no. unless I'm, like, getting on this podcast. But um if you're a character, if you're an attractive character, your perfect customer is built right. Like if you built it out, it's so simple because it is you. And so why are you going from like at home? I'm this woman, you know, I got two kids, I have a full-time job, like I'm running around everywhere looking crazy. But then hold hold on, before I go make content for the same women that's just like me, let me go get dressed up, let me go put all this makeup on, let me do my hair perfect, and then think you're gonna relate to that person. You're not. Yeah, be someone you're not. So it's not like I put on a costume per se, to make the content. It's just like I was in what I normally wear as a mom of two around my house with the same crazy life that all my customers have. Why would I go dress up myself to make myself less relatable to who my customer is? Yeah. So wear something that relates to them, like be who you are. And then the, the second thing and the last thing here is where to be. So this is your set. So what areas of your home or what areas or environments are relatable to your audience? For me, when it was creating ads, it was the kitchen. One of the best ones I ever did was in the laundry room, right? It's in my kids' rooms. It's, like, in the toy room with all the toys all over the floor. Like, that is relatable to my audience. Whatever's relatable to your audience. Yes, it wasn't me sitting in the office, like, doing it like it was a podcast studio making content and looking perfect. Like, no, no one relates to that, right? 
I'm in the environment in which they are normally in there's or a, in my car. There's a girl I'm thinking of, and I can't remember her name, but she always like records and you could tell she's like done from the waist up and then she's wearing like pajama bottoms. Yeah. And like, and it's like business content, but same yeah. concept. And so the way I think about this is where are they right now while they're watching this video? Where's your customer right now while they're watching this video? That's where you should be filming it. Is it laundry room? Is it their closet? Is it folding laundry? I made some amazing ads. Like some of the best ads were, I was literally folding laundry in the laundry room while talking about weight loss. Yeah. Because it was so relatable to them. So what to wear and where to be. Like if you can do those two things, then you'll be relatable before they even hear a word you speak or hear a sound off of that that ad, off that video or off that piece of content. They're going to automatically relate because they're like, what's she doing in her laundry room? I'm in my laundry room too. What's she saying? Love it. Right? So Being where they're at. So that, Speaking to them where they're at. That is how to create looking like where they're at content. Love that. So good. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Every time you do one, I'm like, I got to listen to it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, if you enjoyed it as much as Brandon did, please leave me a five-star review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> leave me a five-star review. Built up to the crescendo. <laughs> Built up to the crescendo. Leave me a five-star review. Tell me what your favorite part was about this episode. What was like the one nugget you took away? I read all of these. I appreciate them so much. We really do. Um, you guys are amazing. And we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.